0: Hello and welcome to Geise Radio. It's another podcast special and this week it's with a real Geise legend. Danny Ellis is going to be talking uh, to me uh, about his time with the club and his time in football. Um, don't forget you can support the club during these difficult times through the Pay It Forward scheme. You can find all the details at geiseafc.co.uk. It's a crowdfunder scheme where, of course, your uh, money will be securely uh, paid through to the club. And remember, for every £100 that we raise to secure the future of the club, we're going to be giving away match tickets once we get back underway to key workers. Hope you enjoy the episode. So, I'm delighted to be joined by Danny Ellis on the phone um, as we're all in lockdown at the moment. First of all, Danny, how how are you? How's the family coping in, in lockdown? Yeah,
1: cheers, Colin. It's um, coping up fine, to be honest. Um, I've always got a young family.
0: Uh, keep, me, keep me well and truly on my toes, so... Yeah, and the weather's helped as well, so uh, yeah, all good, thanks. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, it's a funny sort of time, isn't it, this uh, pause that hit the football world as well as, obviously, the wider uh, society. It, it 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 came at a funny time as well, for certainly from football and from your perspective, and Farsi Celtic were doing pretty well, weren't you, 10th in the league? You were kind of on the edges of the playoffs, a bit like they weren't you?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, it did come at, a, obviously, a funny time, Um Obviously guys they were doing really well as well. Yeah. Um with the especially particularly with the away with the away form that they had. They were quite um it was it, I think they're not Austin about 13 away, might have been 14, um, which was phenomenal really. Um, but for ourselves, I mean, new newly promoted side, um obviously our aim was to stay up and um we started off really well that momentum we had from the season before. Um and I think yeah, we, we were 10th, so we, you know, we we we've done well considering, cause he's some some great sides in it, but um, but yeah, it it'd been a a, a very good season for us. Um, so yeah, it, it was decent to be fair, but strange situation how it all uh, all
0: ended. Yeah, it was, and uh, I tell you what, else was also strange. Is there was this um, kind of uh, video clip of you hitting a ball from about thirty yards and it going into the net against <laughs> Telford. What went wrong there?
1: <laughs> um, yeah, what well, did go wrong? It was it it were a funny one because we were playing Telford, uh, obviously in the game. Um, they scored early on, um, and to be fair, it looked like one of them games where we, we were knocking on the door, but we just couldn't score. You know, the keeper made a great few great saves prior. Um, a young lad, I think, on loan from one of the Premiership teams or Championship teams. Um, but we were only only a small keeper. I remember it really well, and uh, I've just it was think about ninety third minute. Um, I thought, you know, what, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna try and go up. We clipped the ball up from a free kick, and uh, lads edited it out. The centre half we'd won everything all day. Um, I just thought, first thing that came to mind was thought, hit it, and then, um, yeah, it just went. In. Fortunately enough, it went in top corner. Um, so I didn't really know what to do, <laughs> but um, yeah, it got down obviously. It was a great. I'd Britain. do it hundreds, of, hundreds of times in training. It probably never happened,
0: but uh, fortunately that time it did. <laughs> It was a tremendous goal. You could still see the clip if you haven't already uh, seen it. Uh, look it up. The uh, Danny Ellis goal against Elford uh, for Farsi is a is a real screamer. Great that the cameras were there. I'm sure. Um, what we want to do today is uh, also go back um, uh, over a bit of your time in football, Danny, if that's okay, um, and and you, and spend some time talking about your your long uh, career uh, with Geisley, which is still obviously ongoing as a, as as you roll in the academy as well. Um, but right back to the beginning um, as, a, as a young boy, what really inspired you to play football? What got you into the game in the first place?
1: Um, I started playing when I was a bit later than most, I think. I started playing uh, when I was 10 years old. Um, just played on the streets um, every every time I'd take my football everywhere with me. Um, I just had it from, from watching, uh, like most kids do, uh, just watching TV, watching matches a Day, staying up to, to watch it. Um, and it just, just hooked me. Um, and yeah, I just started playing at 10, a uh, local Sunday team, and managed to get picked up playing um, for my school, Bradford Boys. Um, then Bradford City signed me at uh, under 12s, and I was there till under 19s, at uh, uh, first year pro. And then I went, obviously came out on loan to Geisler,
0: and that's when it, um, when it started. Uh, my career at Geisler yeah, 2005, yeah, long time ago. I mean, that, it, does. it must have felt very special though, as well being a, a, a youngster at that age and and being connected, obviously, with Bradford City. To to must have felt a, a, a real boost. You must have realised you were you kind of separated from the the rest of the boys playing football.
1: Yeah, um, definitely. And it's, it would obviously I'm a massive Bradford City fan as well, especially as a young lad. Um, Bradford City through and through, and to be able to play for you. Your home team um even at junior uh, center of excellence level so like 12s up to 16s it was such a great honor um and with bradford boys as well so it was great um and i'm getting quite a bit of interest of other teams as well um but with at that area Brad, uh, bradford were the up-and-coming team sort of championship and then obviously they got to premiership so mm. it was just like uh it were it were brilliant obviously to say it played for bradford as well um Obviously, I'm a Balfour lad as well, so, um, yeah, and I was honoured to be a, a bit part of the club.
0: And, and, and of course, um, it ended, obviously, with you coming to and to I mean, over this time, 10 years, um, you got known as as Mr Geisley didn't you, at the end? <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah. I don't, I don't know he how you feel just... about that, Monica, because it sounds a bit like, kind of, uh, uh, a sort of, uh, lame Mr. Universe competition, doesn't it? <laughs> Mr. Co- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, 10 years, it were, um, it was
1: just something where, you know, I was playing football. I really enjoyed myself playing football with great, great lads. Um, and every year I just, I enjoyed it. I, I, I did I chasing, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, it was, it were obviously close for me as well. Cause obviously I lived in Bradford and, um, I didn't you know, I I just wanted to, you know, pl- play where I would enjoy my football and I mm. every year it used to get more more, you know, challenging but also more you get great lads coming through, you're playing with some great players, obviously when we get when we are getting promo- when we got promoted, uh, playing at different grounds and it it was just something that I just you know, yeah. I was just happy, happy. and uh, if you, it's an old saying, but if you're happy playing football it's uh, you know we're great lads around you, so it always does
0: help. And, and you'd seen such a transition hadn't you? Going through, we were just ch- chatting before we, we started recording this. You've, you had uh, an experience at Geisey which is probably pretty neat, coming up 2005, and then through four managers. Not many of them were short-staying managers either, and, and, um, and, and you know, a, a club that grew on and off the field in that, in that time. Let's go right back to the beginning. How did um, Neil Parsy persuade you to come and join the Lions in 2005?
1: Well, I, I came. I think I came on loan initially uh, in 2005. I'd signed a uh, pro deal at Bradford, like a month-to-month um, contract that I'd signed. Um, and then I came to Geisler, and then I got released from Bradford after a few months. And then, uh, you know, Colin Todd, I remember his, uh, his words that he said to me, um, so it was Colin Todd and Bobby Davidson mm-hmm. at the time, because uh, Brian Robson had just left and had taken over. Um, and he says, ah, oh, pulled me into a, into the boot room of all places and said, oh, I've got some good news and bad news. I thought, all oh, right, here we go. He says, uh, Bad news is I'm going to let you go. And I thought, oh, you joke, like, hit me like a ton of bricks. I mean, good news is you can go play for a, uh, a team in non league and, and get paid and then work. And he it just it stuck me. And I thought, after all them times he said that to me, it really hurt me. And I thought, what? And I thought, right, I'm going to prove him wrong. Um, so anyway, obviously guys, they were the team that I'd just been on loan at. And he just he just rung me and says, look, come along, we'll play, play a few games and keep your fitness up and see where it takes you. Uh, and then ever since there, I, d- I didn't really look back. and stayed there for 10 years, which uh,
0: you obviously had some great times. So, yeah, that's how, that's how it started. Yeah, and, and, and that first season, I think we were fairly um, mid-table uh, in that first season that you were with us but um, after, after that the pressure kind of increased didn't it Steve Parkins back in with the club financially expectations were higher and then there was that, that following season where uh, Neil Parsley was um, uh, well, left the club because uh, we appointed the first full-time manager in Terry Dolan just missed out in the playoffs.
1: yes, we did. Um, I remember I remember that time as well really well because uh, <laughs> every team used to play against like oh your, your, your team with. Money man with rich chairman who's got loads of money and paying players loads of weight, loads of money. You used to get that all the time, and it was just like, Well, that that wasn't the case, you know. Um, we had players that were very, very good players. Um, obviously, not playing for for money as such, then because to be honest with you, there weren't as much money involved then as there is now. It's like, um, at the minute, it's just gone a bit, a bit crazy. Um, but yeah, so we had. Teams at all used to used to, go to every team away and be like, "Oh, you're your team." So you, you almost have this um, perception of that you should a bit of pressure on that you should you should be you know doing well. Um, but yeah, and then Terry Do- then Neil Parsley went, and then Terry Terry Dolan came in. We just missed out on playoffs, finishing sixth or seventh, and then ever since after that, um, Steve Steve Kitrick then. Came in, I think, with us for about six years, and we just had no but success. Really, it were playoffs, um, and then obviously we got promoted in two thousand and ten, which were unbelievable. Mm. Waiting on, um, we're waiting on Boston. I think that I think they were away. Uh, might have been the away at Marine. I think they got a draw nil nil, um, which obviously, which were a fantastic
0: day as well. So yeah, yeah. I mean, since, uh, just go back to 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 to, to, to um, Steve Kittrick. Then, what were your first impressions of him when he arrived? Because obviously, you, you must have had three different uh, experiences: Neil Parsley, Terry Dolan, and then and then Steve Kittrick. How did how did Kitty strike you at first?
1: Well, I'll be honest with you. We we had um, Mark Ellis briefly had us for a few games because he he were obviously in with uh, with Terry Dolan. Mm. And he took over for a few a few games. Um, really re- great guide, mega absolutely brilliant sessions you know really football man um as what uh terry Dolan, and really really specific in what they wanted um very organized and then i think steve came in and he, i remember him coming to training for the first time it, uh, it was steve kittrick and wayne ben mm. uh, ex Bradford park avenue and um I came in and just said look being awesome um we, we know you've got a great team. We don't want to change too many thin things, like in terms of team wise. You know, we just want to get the results and get get um, get guys that are promoted. And then, first of all, he says, "Look, I'm not a. i am not I think he it word is am not really a fo- football background. It's I'm more rugby. So I was just a bit like, right, okay, interesting because he's uh, he's been at Osset and his record also <laughs>
0: we're,
1: we're really good. But um, yeah, he's a. Uh, he was more like a, a rugby, a rugby man, and he, he did. I did raise the eyebrows, and I think a few lads looked at each other um, initially, <laughs> which you probably would do, wouldn't you? Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, they they the worked together, uh, and then obviously Martin Stringfellow came along mm. as well because we needed a physio. Uh, and I remember Martin coming in and um, got off the match straight away. You know, great, great guy. Um, everyone you speak to, I mean, he was a massive part of of the success throughout the years with Martin as well, not just because physio, because he, he used to do like warm ups and he used to take training sometimes, believe it or not, fitness training. Mm. Um, and we were a fit, fit group, um, and that's another thing. K- K- made his, he made his sessions quite simple, um, and he just let you get on with it, but he would work you hard and make sure that you worked hard. Um, and it was very simple, but uh, effective. And, um, but um, he, had an, he had an old saying of uh, first and last, first and last ten ever half, first and last ten ever half, um, wins and loses your games." Not like he'd say that every single trip, every single match. At half time, first ten, last ten. Uh, and to be fair, his record was pretty good.
0: <laughs> I, I remember hearing that a lot in post-match interviews as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, it was uh, it was a great team though, wasn't it at, at that time? And we just missed out. On a promotion in uh, what two thousand and eight nine, it was a, a semi. We got into the, the the semis of the play in the playoffs, rather. Um, yes, we did. Yeah. But then it was this the season afterwards uh, where we won the title. And actually, it was one of Terry Dolan's um, signings and, um, um James Hansen, who came to the prominence. What was he like to play with?
1: James, yeah, absolutely brilliant. I managed. Well, I think with us for two years. Um, came. I played it. Funny enough, played against me uh, in Eccles in a pre-season game. And you, you you know you play against players and you just think bloody hell he's, he's a bit of an handful. Yeah. Um, particularly obviously his aerial threat that he had, um, and he came. We obviously signed him after he'd, after he'd, uh, I think we played against him, um, and he great lad James, like brilliant. Um, but people don't realise he's actually good with his feet as well in terms of you know cause everyone sees him as a big target man, but he could finish. He could really finish. Um, finish as well. Probably the worst card player I've ever met in my life. We just play cards on bus and I don't think he won an answer <laughs> to be honest with you in two years. Um but yeah, he was down earth guy. He worked in a co op, you know. Um he worked shifts and he obviously played with us and I think he scored about fifty goals in two seasons. Um but yeah, great, great signing for us. Um and he's obviously done what he did at Bradford, I mean it speaks for itself really.
0: Yeah, yeah, a great career, hasn't he? Uh, since uh, since yeah, leaving, no. guys, he's gone on to to great things. But also, we had great things as well with with him. And, and one of those was um, that title-winning season of two thousand nine ten, which you you mentioned uh, just a, a little while ago about that uh, agonising wait on the final day uh, of the pitch, <laughs> uh, that three-way tussle, Bradford Park Avenue, Boston, and the cells. Yeah. What a, what, a, what an afternoon that was. Uh, how, how was that for you?
1: Oh, it's just, we, you get so close and you just think, is it, is it ever going to happen? And then, obviously, we did so well that year um, because we had, in that year, we we had uh, Full Thompson. Um, I don't know if you can... Mm. What happened, Wayne Ben left and then Tomo came in uh, pre-season in that 2009 year. Um, obviously, we had Chrissy Holland helping out as well. Another mm. absolutely exceptional player to play with him. We just on know because he, he was so good. Um, but Tomo Tom then t- um, took us up to a more technical, like a tactical side of stuff. Like really, would go through the finest detail on the on tactics on other teams and how to beat them. And we stuck to a plan at four. I think at four four two, James Walshaw, we had Simon Ainge at right back, uh, me and uh, Cotter centre half. I think um, Drenchy in goal. We had we're really strong. because he. Cause he, he, he sort of built himself on uh, being solid don't concede don't concede because we'll score a goal and it's an old saying but he preached on that and the amount of times he'd go win 1-0 you know even a 0-0 we wouldn't lose uh, and a lot of that without down to Tom O'S uh, Phil Thompson's tactics as well which um, which would have you know it was an unbelievable season how it finished like that but the emotion were just phew. still got my shirt now it's in, in, uh, hung up in my heart <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah it's just, just good memories you know thinking back now it's just like um yeah
0: great great times we did what we needed to do on the pitch on the day didn't we but uh it was, yeah. wasn't really in our hands was it we had to wait for quite a while to to find out what the uh what the outcome was with the marine wasn't it away at boston yeah yeah,
1: yeah. um but yeah we're well, good 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 Very good memories.
0: So, so going up then that season, up to a new level. It was a bit of an unknown, wasn't it? We didn't really know what to uh, expect in terms of the quality of the Conference North, um, but we absolutely uh, well nailed it, didn't we, in that first season in in the North? Yeah, we we were going to places, and I'm
1: just thinking, well, this is this is uh, this is a nice place to come and play football, you know, because the grounds do obviously. As you go up they get better and they get more fans and you're playing against certain teams, you're thinking, Christ, we're going we're going away and we're winning you know, if it went we've got a place like Stafford, we just unknown places you don't really know much about and you're competing and you're winning and you've got that you've almost got that um that momentum from getting used to winning games and it is it is something that I believe I and mean, I've been in changing rooms where you go into a game and you just feel like you're not gonna lose, you know. It's not an arrogant way, it's more of a confidence sort of thing that you yeah, get. Um, and we had that, and you know, we end up getting to <laughs> we got to playoffs again, um, and yeah, that helped. I mean, we beat Boston, didn't we, on penalties? Yeah. Drenchy, Drenchy saved penalties. I remember that were um, that were a phenomenal. And then we went to Telford, and wow, well, oh. that was just I don't even know what to say. I, I've never, I still watch. Do you know what? I still actually watch it back on YouTube, and it's like wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. it hurts so badly but you know <laughs> I think we're 10 minutes away Dave yeah. Maddis gets injured first time he's ever come off all season um, he, we, had to, we had to change shape and then the scored in the 93rd minute and it was just like what the yeah. yeah
0: yeah it was a really rough afternoon wasn't it that as well in the end um, because we're, there was such yeah. a big crowd wasn't there yeah, it was such a and and an, 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 intimidating environment as well. I don't know how much that must have come through to you on the field. Oh, yeah, it wore very intimidating
1: in terms of... Because they really got behind. I think they got a penalty early on, didn't they? Mm. Um, I don't think it was a penalty. It might have been Cy Baldry. We'll just give it away. I'm not sure. Anyway, he's got a penalty. Uh, and then the score is erupted players. Because it's, it's quite... A, I think five and a 5,500, but it's it's a really tight, um, tight ground. But really nice ground. And when they get behind them... Um, yeah it were a it were a fortress and we silenced them just before half time James Wallshaw with a penalty. And then um obviously we we come out traps half half time just before half time we were really on top. Mm-hmm. Um and then obviously come out, got a second goal, 22 two one. Really comfortable and then yeah, they scored equalised I think it was trainer. So trainers got equalized he might have got winner as well. And then uh, their pitch inversion. Which the roof came off, but you can imagine we were absolutely gutted.
0: What What did you learn from it? Do you think that day? Do you think did it, did it affect how you felt about playoffs and future? Do you think, players? Do
1: you know what it had a bit of a cycle? I don't know. It had a bit of a.
0: you just think, oh, next year we'll,
1: um, you know, we'll be stronger next year, um, you know, and we'll learn from this feeling because it was an awful feeling starting change rooms because you're, you're that close, you know, you're know, you 10 minutes away from going to the National League. Yeah. You couldn't really get any closer and um, yeah, it uh, really hurt, uh, big style, but yeah, it, <laughs> from there on, we seem to have a bit of, um, we play playoffs in terms of uh, not have much luck from there on <laughs> the next four years after or three years
0: after that. Yeah, um, done, did we? Uh, like a jinx for us. And it's weird because we had such good league form as well. In two, in 2011-12, in uh, we were second to to Hyde, who had a tremendous yep. season, 85 points. We seemed to run out of steam against the Eton in that semi-final.
1: We did, yeah, I know. Um, Andy Brown over a kick, on it? Jesus, yeah. I remember that. Uh, and it's some finish, by the way, and you just think, this this car, this car, you know, it happened to us, obviously. That season, before Telford, and obviously the meeting, Andy Brown to the other to kick the win, the win it there, and it, it it feels like deja vu a little bit.
0: And, um, yeah, yeah. I was awful say, awful feeling. Because we done well at the home leg, we at the at the away leg rather, the first leg, uh, yeah. a late equaliser. Um, yeah, and and then of course you know we just seem to lose a bit of momentum. I just wondered whether there was kind of a um, you know, a, a, a psychological barrier at some point in 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 the team um, after after some of those experiences just blocking us because it happened again in 2012-13, twelve thirteen didn't we? we got stuck against uh, we hammered the league we should have gone up it, Chester we have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean how many points do you need to win the league Chester just happened to turn up that season and have that incredible season as well and then yep. um, we saw sort again of just loser after being in second place we lose out. Uh, in the playoffs to uh, to Halifax
1: Halifax who
0: I think we finished in about ni- we must have been high 90s that season
1: yeah, I'm thinking 90 96 points. maybe yeah. and I, f- I remember I remember looking at the league Halifax were nowhere to be seen but they had a lot of games in hand mm. and I think they crept in at like 72 in the playoffs it was 70 earliest I think we had about a 20, 20 point difference to them um, and I remember the game so well away at Halifax um, well, I ended up, up scoring a header um, I think they had Lee Gregory playing up front. Uh, um Matt Pearson centre out. They were really strong, I mean, both playing in championship. They were a strong side, um Halifax, but they had they had the momentum. I mean we did, we'd done really well, but a team that creeps into playoffs, I'm thinking, psychologically anyway. They scored they scored tapping from six yards. I think it was Gregory who got in behind and popped, popped one in. Then I managed to score a Header away. And then back at our place, we we're, were that much in the game. Um, I I, had to, I pulled my hamstring after about fifty minutes in that game, and uh, again the, it was a matter of time. They were knocking on the door, and I think they end up winning that game two 0 on the day. Mm. And you just feel sick again. It just it just gets worse. You know, the feeling. What are you think? You start questions. You know what you're doing wrong. What's what's going on here? Um, and then I think the year after we
0: were, were altering the year after. Oh yes. Well, I mean there was oh, there was a lot exactly. of change, wasn't there that season? And that and that was a completely bonkers season, wasn't it? Um, it was. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, it was it was it was we were off to the worst possible start, weren't we? After uh, um, after Home. Uh, yeah, Solihull Home. We would lost a, a few games, and then Steve Kittrick was um, uh, was, uh, was 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 sacked. And then, yep. and then Mark uh, Mark Bauer stepped up and and took interim charge, and eventually was was given the job. But uh, we were in we were in a really uh, perilous state, weren't we, at the beginning of that season? And we you didn't, got, yeah, and you got injured as well, didn't you? To boot, <laughs> I got an in, I got an injury
1: against. I think I tore my medial ligament against Bradford Park Avenue earlier. Uh, not too bad. It might have been eight, ten games into the season against Bradford Park Avenue because I remember Alex Davison doing doing it to me. I just put me like out and he caught me And I hour out for about three months with that maybe mm. a bit longer um, but we had a yeah, really bad start but then I think we signed Alex Johnson um, if you remember him striker mm. um, he, was, he was outstanding for us and then we ended up Mark sort of twist, shuffled the team around a bit and we ended up um, really coming strong really strong um, I think we finished where do we we definitely obviously we finished in playoffs. I think we might have finished like last last spot in playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um which were which were crazy. And I think we played North Ferriby in the first leg. Um that one of one of the best games actually. Um North Ferriby at our place, I think it was. Yeah. Um we, I think we beat them one 0 we beat him. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, I think it was. And it was it was um, it was built on a really good away uh, leg as well, wasn't it? That that uh, no, sorry, we beat them at our place, and then when we went away, yes, yeah, we did, yeah, yeah. We played absolutely fantastically that day. I don't that know, was probably the best best games that in terms of
1: um, on the field because I remember earlier you. I don't know if you knew this, but. Um, about 20 minutes into that game at North Ferriby away, we're winning obviously 1-0 uh, uh, from the first leg. Uh, Wayne Brooksby breaks his jaw in about yes, 20 minutes into yeah, the game. Yeah. And he played the, full, he played the full rest of the game with a broken jaw. And I've never I, the utmost respect for him for, do, for playing on with that because he must have been an absolute agony. And he scored as well, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Oh, Phenomenal, crazy. yeah. It,
0: it, one of the things that season I do think that that turned um, our season round was um, when Mark persuaded Danny Boschell to come back. Um, I, I remember the first game that he came back into the side, and we beat North Ferriby actually in a league game. Um, that seemed to turn things back into uh, the, the shape of the side. Was that was 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 that how you felt about it, or was that is that just me?
1: No, un- definitely I mean, Bosch went I think Bosch went to Altsringham, didn't he? Mm. Did he go to Altringham? He signed there um, And obviously Mark and Danny Are good friends um, And we were, we were missing That Danny Bosch Was a phenomenal player He still is, still is now I mean, he's, he's knocking on a bit He'll come on every now and again But um, He oh. would get He would literally get the ball From anywhere And he, he'd be Two passes in front of everyone he'd, he'd receive the ball And he'd just get He'd get you playing Mm. With Bosch, um, and he would—he were, were, you know, phenomenal for us. Massive signing for us. Um, obviously, getting him back because uh, everyone knew, knew his capabilities. Um, like I said, and he'd become assistant manager uh, to Mark. And he would, yeah, I agree. he, were, he were a phenomenal signing for us to, to obviously get him back, getting playing, and then obviously results came as well after that. Mm.
0: What a Tremendous effort to get back into the playoffs. And as you say, getting over North Ferriby, were a very, very strong side at that time. would go going to win the yeah. FA Trophy and get promoted themselves, mm-hmm. wouldn't they? Yeah, they're, they're altering them. Oh, oh, I, don't
1: even, I, don't, I don't even know what to say about that. Um, I remember the game so well. So well, hot day, hot day and then it started rash, lashing it down. And then it brightened up again. Um, tremendous following from guys, the fans, they filled, filled the all, all away, and I think they did. Mm. Um, it was really, really good. So it is a nice pitch over there. It's a, you know, a nice setup, big club, and I had every confidence in us. I kept, I kept thinking, you know, this is our day. You, you still, you've still got in back in your mind about the playoffs previous for the four seasons before that, three seasons before that, and. Um, they, James Walshaw, I think, scored in the I mean, first half quite even, I think. James Walshaw then cuts inside from left-hand side onto his right foot and swings it in and near post. and just, I think he scored mm. one note of them. And then we well, got an equaliser. It might have been Fozzo who scored. Danny it Forrest was, come yeah. on and scored. And then got injured and went back off. Didn't I can't thinking That's what happened. Um, and then, obviously, the 90 minutes came up extra time and I honestly believed that, that that game were going to go to penalties until they made the substitution and I think he scored with his first touch and I've never felt I mean there's been law and there's been that law I think every one of us just um oh, cause we off. I think there were tears and everything it was just it was just a horrendous time because I think it was 119th minute that the score did yeah. have been yeah Um and it just you just you feel sick, but it's just you work so hard, and it's just like oh my god, this 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 has happened again, you know, sort of things like yeah. déjà vu. Uh, but yeah, it were it were bad, it were bad, but you know, Matt done a phenomenal job to get us, considering the start that we had to get us to where we did was, uh, you know, quite phenomenal really. Uh, it, it, it was.
0: It was probably the the worst, most sickening feeling I think. <laughs> as a, guy, <laughs> a guy, Guys, fan, found you know you could have possibly had, and it must have been absolutely heartbreaking for you guys on the on the on the field. Um, but in a way, it kind of teed up the joy of the season <laughs> following in a funny sort of uh, sense yeah. because that legacy, that hurt that we'd had for so long, uh, four straight mm. seasons, you know, to Tell be. Me to be undone at Chorley in the way that it was something special wasn't it
1: oh man
0: that feeling it was a relief emotion of
1: I mean everyone's watched the game back but we were 2-0 down and I've not—I've never watched that game I've watched it back the I think it was a few weeks after when it came out I watched it and it was just I, I was in shock because we were, we were 2-0 down and I remember I remember the one of their lads going through. He could have made it 3-0 mm. in the game. And I think he's it trenches and made a great save. Um, and then we got in at half-time. I remember at half-time in that game. and Obviously, I wasn't playing. Mm. Um, I was injured. I think I'd done some of that. Um, And uh, we had a right... Mark just said, look, we're going to have to change stuff. This isn't working. And I put Dicko, tweaked a few other things... And, I mean, everyone else knows what happened. It was just, uh, it, was, it was crazy. But I think their keeper came off, didn't he? centre-half came off injured. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And it was just like it was meant to be. It was just like it was meant to be. And then we scored. And I'm thinking, go on, go on. I remember sat in stand watching it with Ben Parker. And we were like, go on. We're both, <laughs> both jumping up in the... Oh, and then we scored, obviously, winning goal. That feeling's just, it was... you can't even explain it. And it's
0: just... Just phenomenal. It must have been hard for you as well because you got injured, didn't you, just before the playoffs?
1: Yeah, just before playoffs. I missed playoffs. And I, I can not remember what I did. I did something like, I think I tore my calf or something. Um, I kept getting little niggles. Um, I, I ended up missing games and it was so hard not to be, be playing them. Um, did hurt, but, you know, lads just stood just out, out amazing. You know, it's... Um, He's had a great, great set of lads. you know really close not just on field but off the field it was so you know you know when you've got a, you've got a squad like that it's just everyone just bounces off each other it's great um
0: and yeah it, it, it were it were amazing it was a, it was a incredible team that year um and yeah. even though we didn't have the, the the momentum in the league that we'd had previous seasons yeah did yeah. that did that help us in some way we were more of an underdog as it were the... I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think that could have been because we,
1: like you say, we finished. I think finished fifth. We were outside at playoffs last. I think we were last place in playoffs that like year. Um, and it it was just one of them where we just got to go for it. We had to go for it. There were no, you know, and without we, when you don't when you finish second in playoffs, there seems to be a little more added pressure on you. You know, in terms of you're expected to maybe win it. And then when you don't, it's like, well, yeah. But when you finish fifth, it's almost like you're thinking, well, we've got a free it here sort of thing. Let's just have a go. Um, and, I mean, that that win and then that manner of it won, obviously, for supporters and that, it must have been, wow.
0: it's like, it just didn't happen for them years prior. It was just like, it was meant to be. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it again. As obviously, showed it, it. Showed, <laughs> we showed I it all know. yesterday. Still didn't think we were going to turn it around at half-time, even though we showed it back again. Just, uh, <laughs> I know, I know, That's
1: it. It's, uh, Yeah, it, it was a special, special time. Actually, you've never be able to get that... It's got to go down, on some of the greatest ever um playoff wins.
0: Must be. Must have been bittersweet for you as well, because you, you kind of took a decision, didn't you, that season, that if um, we're in the National League, it was going to be too much of an ask for you to be travelling up and down the country. It,
1: there were... Uh, I mean, I, I had to... Yeah, it were... People said to me, oh, why, why did you why did you leave? And I said, look, I didn't want to People, didn't, I didn't want to leave guys at any point. Um, now, my, my youngest son had just been born... Um, and I didn't. I said to him, I said, "Look, I want, I want to stay." And then Mark says, "Look, well, I'll be honest with you, I'm bringing Lock Adam Lockwood in. You know, you might not play." And I was like, "Right, okay, well." And then I weighed everything up, and I thought, "I just want to be playing football." I and mean, then obviously, I'd fight for my shirt, but I wanted to, I wanted to be playing. If I'm traveling all over the country, I wanted to be playing, um, or you know, at least given an opportunity to play instead of saying, "Look, you can to have to," you know at the minute, you would not be playing. It'd be, you know, two other centre-halves, and half, so I would just like, understand ex Lawler had, had a fantastic season, you know, and he wanted to get blocking, which was fine. So it was a little bit, um, yeah, I didn't really want to leave, but I didn't really sort of have much of a choice, really. I could have stayed, but, like I say, I wanted to play football. That's me, um, in hindsight. But
0: then I ended up signing at Harrogate Town. Mm-hmm it's a good, so, good, good spell there. Uh, you, you uh, but you, you don't, you don't regret. Do you ever? Do you ever? I mean, Dave, Dave, Dave Robinson, on the media team. He was asking uh, whether you ever regretted not giving it a go, being part of that national league side.
1: Yeah, as um, I, I do. Yeah, in a way, I do regret a little bit because I always think to myself, you know, what if? But I don't. I always wanted to go out at the top, and I think I've left guys in. Uh, a stronger position when, when obviously I started it was 10 years ago and, and I felt like I, I needed a change as well you know um, I just thought 10 years now has been a long time I need, I need to try something you know try another club somewhere different um, you know mm. and I was thought it was the right time you know there were things off the field I've been working with obviously the academy starting out doing my badges um, and it just it just felt like the right time to, to you know to call it a day there, sort of thing on my playing side. Um, but I do have a little bit of regret to be fair, not, not maybe having a go, but I went to Arrogate and you know I absolutely loved it there. Great, great time. So,
0: and we've we've talked so much about your playing career. Um, and that's your contribution, one of one only one of your contributions, to guys. Because, of course, what you and Dave Curry have done at the academy, as you you mentioned um, just then, yeah. is has been tremendous. Uh, and and Adam Britson asked, you know, about what pride you get in the success of some of those young players that you've brought through that academy and what they've gone on to achieve.
1: Yeah, it's 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 been absolutely amazing, John. To be a, bit, a bit of, I, I'll be honest, I never thought, you know, coaching, it's not for everybody. It's, re, it's difficult. Um, and I remember starting coaching just young kids and it gripped me and I thought, this is something I really enjoy doing. and I'd never thought I would really, because um, I'm a bit of a hands-on sort of person in terms of, you know, a bit of a normal nine to five, you know, graft, just like grafting as uh, as normal. And I, I thought, you know, something, this is something that I really enjoy doing. Um And then the Academy obviously started up and uh, I remember Phil Rogerson uh, ringing me up and saying, you know, what do you, what do you think about, you know, you'd be a perfect fit. Would you, you know, what about helping with the Academy? And I says, yeah, that'll be fine. Met Dave Curry. it's eight years ago now, seems seems like yesterday. And we sat down and said, Look, this is what this is what we want to try and build an academy. This is from scratch. Because now there's obviously loads and loads of academies starting up everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we were probably one of the first to maybe do it. Um so we sat down and said, Look, this is this is what we want to do. I want it to be intense, I want it to be at the same time fun. Um, and then we obviously we started from from scratch, you know, something totally new when we in his first season we had um, I think it took us up until Christmas might have been January to win his first game in the league and it took us maybe five months but we had a group of players that were all, oh, I mean the likes of Ben Walker um, who was obviously a massive part of the mm-hmm. academy now he, he does coaching with us, great lad really, you know, top top coach and great player um, obviously I had Ben Whitfield now, with Ben Whitfield we had um, and Luke Porritt there's loads of players, from, especially from that first group that we still keep in touch with now, um, who've gone on and done, you know, brilliant, which is really pleasing for us because, you know, me and Dave, we have a lot of pride in, in what we do um, and it's so satisfying when you see a player that even even makes it as an uh, amateur footballer or even into t- non-league stage because it is, it's, it's so tough, you know.
0: And the quality and the, and the pride I know the club get out of the Young players coming through the academy is is is, is immense. Um, yeah. Just looking at the um, FA Cup run, for example, the away game at, at York, you know, the, the quality on show is is, is fantastic. And yeah. the prospects, the young prospects, you know, there's some 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 great young footballers there being being moulded uh, by you and Dave.
1: Yeah, we've we've got um, New York away that was that three two. It should have been a it should have been out of sight that game. Um, this season in the mm. FA club. But, um Yeah, we uh, we, we tr- you know especially with Dave because he's a, he's my he's the teacher background as well. Obviously, he's played up in Scotland at a very high, high level um, for Scot for Scotland uh, schoolboys and stuff. Um, and obviously, he's a really really good coach. Um, but we we preach on you know working hard. We keep it simple. Um, but we will preach on hard work, um, and w- when you've got a group of players that that uh, yeah, listen to you for the starters that uh, that want to do well, it makes your job a lot more easier. Uh, and this particularly this year, I think we've got. I mean, we've got some phenomenal like Nathan Newall as well. Who's uh, who's coming through now? He's a, he's a fantastic left back um, or left wing, whichever one you'd like to say. Um, we've got so many good young players, even. From last season, Um but like I say, it's just a funny the way it's finished this year. They've missed out on probably some of their most important times. You know, 18 years old Um with the season ending how it did. The, I don't know how it's gonna gonna restart. I know it's gonna gonna fluctuate this year, but yeah, we we're, we're just blessed to have um, you know some players um, that we have that we've managed to work with over the years. We've been very fortunate.
0: Now uh, you talked about keeping things simple there. Um you didn't keep things yeah. simple, you changed to centre forward after you left. <laughs> <Guys> <laughs> like, how, how on earth did that come about? I'd, um well it happened at Far at
1: Farsley to be fair. be fair. Um one with it now the season before last. Um I went up front one time and I just the manager Adam Lakeland and just says, You just go from and just you know, it's been handful. I says, Yeah, try it up there and end up scoring a few goals um, just being obviously I were okay in the air, I'm okay in the air and we uh, we we'd, we'd seem to if I were ever losing a game I'd go up front and I'd be at a claw as a goal back I would end up winning the game so it'd become it become quite um, enjoyable for me because it's just something new I thought I used to come on from football I think I've just I'm going up front this is, this is like giving me a new new All new little trait to have. Um, And then he ended up being a number nine. I ended up being a number nine for quite a bit. And I really enjoyed it. Um, But then we signed Jimmy Spencer. um, Absolutely phenomenal striker. One of the best I've played with. um, So then I ended up going back to (laughs) centre-half. So (laughs) it lasted quite... It lasted a a short while. But, um, yeah, I I just did the job, really. I'm not obviously a striker, but... um, when called upon, I've just done a few I've gone up there for a little bit and it's 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 worked, so yeah. <laughs> Interesting one. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Keith yeah.
0: asked um who's the best centre half you've played with? Oh best centre half I've played with. The best one, um, we've
1: had some good ones, but he's really best mate, Simon Age, just because of our how aggressive he is, how he attacks the ball. Um, you know, it's not just one of my best mates so off the field as well, but on it, he's he's a proper leader, uh, and he has had a, he's had a brilliant career. Um, yeah, he's probably yeah without doubt strongest, uh, robust centre half I've I've, uh, I've played with.
0: Yeah, that was a that was a that was an interesting era, that wasn't it? Uh, was like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. He could score uh, from range as well, couldn't he? He has got one of the hardest shots. Let me tell
1: you, he can hit a ball from anywhere, and he can hit a ball as far as some people can kick it. <laughs> uh, and he's obviously still doing well now at Boston. So, yeah. yeah. But I have played with some brilliant centre halves, you know, old school like uh, James Cottrell. Um, he would just. Uh, Obviously, strong. Danny Hall, unbelievable f- footballer. Should have been a midfielder. He could play anywhere. He's so good on the ball. Uh, Jake Lawler, another one. Phenomenal athlete, just quality fo- uh, centre-half. Midfielder, whatever you'd want to play him. Could argue he could play either. Um, but, yeah, Angie's uh, is probably the one
0: okay. I'd put on my team. Great stuff. Um. Finally, and you've been very generous of your time, Danny, so thank you for this, but um, just finally, uh, it's a question from one of our, uh, our young volunteers, Joe Priestley. He asked, yeah. um, do you ever see yourself as a first team manager in the future? Um, I've been asked this quite a few times.
1: Do you know what? I don't, I'd i see myself as a, as a number two, but being a manager, I don't really know. I don't know if I... Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Cause I, I concentrate, I'm concentrating more obviously on me playing. So I, I know I'm getting old, but I want to keep playing as long as possible. Um, and then I, once I stop playing, then I'll think about maybe managing. But at this obviously at this moment in time, I'd say no. But that could change. I think I'd suit me, it'd suit me more as a as a number two or a coach or assistant. Um, but you never know. <laughs>
0: But for now, it's uh, get back onto the field as soon as we can, and uh, keep yeah. on, uh, keeping and doing what you do on the on the field for now, eh?
1: Yeah, hopefully, like I say, it's, uh, I love playing, and, and I it's, uh, try to look after myself best I can. But yeah, I just want
0: to keep playing as long as possible. To be honest with you, I <laughs> love it. Don't we all, Daddy? That's a that's a great way to to wrap it up. Thank you so much for your time. It's been uh, very generous, and uh, all the best to you. Uh, so when we want to get through this and, and get back on the field? Yep.
1: Yeah, thanks a lot, Colin. I appreciate it.